Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and have trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and have learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee with an espresso shot. Haven't done one for a little bit. Um, however, I had been, I have recorded a couple, I just haven't put them out yet. Um, just still going over a couple of them. But before we delve into this one, um, I'm currently drinking a cold brew. Haven't had one for a while, so it's actually really nice to get back to it. Um, and I recently purchased a, uh, a little capsule machine for my instructors. However, I don't think they've, they've had one. I've, I've drunk all of the coffee so far. So anyway, I thought it would be a nice little addition for my instructors. But anywho, let's get on to the topic of, is it time to embrace TikTok? What? Yeah. I recently attended a three-day workshop on martial arts marketing and, and dojo management, um, but it involves staff training and development as well. So there's there a lot of information on how to run a successful a professional martial arts school. Um, everyone, everyone there had a full-time or has a full-time martial arts school in Australia and, or and New Zealand. We had a, a New Zealander come over as well. But um, so th- don't worry, this isn't this is not an episode about how to run a professional school or the pros and cons of a full-time dojo versus a hobby dojo. It's really up to you, but. While I was there, we had a presenter who was talking about the evolution of TikTok and how TikTok is the next big social platform and how the fastest growing user segment is 33 to 55 year olds. Yeah, I was, I was not aware of that. I thought that it was, TikTok was for 12 year olds doing the, like a TikTok dance uh, and crazy movements, but I did find out that it has evolved and changed into what now can potentially be bigger than Instagram. In fact, I was actually even talking to one of my members who is a, uh, a, a trader, um, looks up to, he, he evaluates companies and then he um, he's a stock investor. So more so he, he evaluates companies and looks at the value of a company. We're talking, talking like billion dollar companies. Canva is the, the latest one he was work, looking at and how it sort of lost a lot of money. But, um, and we started talking about TikTok as well. And so that's a, a privately owned uh, business. Um, so not available yet for investments, but TikTok is potentially going to be bigger than, than Instagram. Um, so we're talking a little bit about that, about that, but his, um, but back, back to, back to the, what we were talking about, the, the presenter, his, he had a, a 90 minute topic. It was a 90 minute workshop on how to make TikTok videos suitable for, for a martial arts school. Um, and you know, while I still have a reservation about TikTok, I'm not sure how, how to use a TikTok as yet. Um, 
but you know who who knows how long it will be popular it might be might be popular for the next two years and then something bigger and better will come along um and and more popular like if you look at myspace we were all on myspace for like six months a year then facebook came along and just smashed it uh, and then and then now you've got things like snapchat instagram twitter um, but the apparently the next big thing is TikTok, um, and even even Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, they've changed their video platforms to suit a TikTok style of, of videos, like a vertical video. I know I've I've changed how I do it for for my dojo. We are all recording. We're recording now in, in vertical, um, but that that got me thinking about the development of karate. Of course, this is. This is a karate podcast, and everything everything is karate related for for me. Everything I even when I'm looking at rugby league matches, uh, I look at it from from a karate filter. Especially if I'm looking at like karate competitions or tournaments, I can see tactics being employed from the teams. And if you ask any of my athletes, they will tell you I use rugby league analogies all the time especially in kumite tactics um here's a quick side note for years for years my mum would of, often talk about how they should be using like vital point or pressure point strikes you know when being tackled or, or tackling like dig your thumb or dig your knuckles into a soft point um she always she always talked about that and couldn't believe that they don't actually do it but i mean it's totally illegal but when you're in the tackle it would be hard to see now maybe with a so many videos and video replays might be able to see them but i mean i've never seen anybody do it but anyway um so yeah so that got me thinking more about how how has karate evolved uh are, are we are we on the cusp of a of a new revelation uh, i mean a revolution of karate not a revelation um or or is it a revelation or are we in the middle or maybe it hasn't started yet I remember the, the late 80s, early 90s were all about small circle jiu-jitsu, um, like Wally, Professor Wally J. There you go. Um, and then, then it turned to vital, vital points and pressure points. Um, and like George Dillman was huge. Um, and then that's obviously why my mum was talking about it so long ago. Um, and then it moved into like reverse engineering movements to fit into cutter sequences and techniques and, and movements. So... So, that, so that there is a little bit of evolution there, but since since social media has blown up in the last five to ten years, things like YouTube videos, Facebook posts, Facebook pages, Facebook groups, Instagram blogs, vlogs, vlogs as well, <laughs> and podcasts, but mine, we are sharing way more information on our on our own concepts and principles our drills, techniques, historical info, it is instant information. And with this information, I'm not just talking about like just karate here. I'm talking all things mixed martial arts and combat sport related. For example, like MMA, mixed martial arts used to be UFC, Pride, Bellator, K1. Uh, and even I remember in Japan, they had an MMA competition called Bushido, Way of the Warrior, or something like that. Maybe that was just for an American audience. But my my dad and I used to get these VHS tapes um, and watch them. It was mainly 
it was mainly Japanese versus American American fighters, and they used they used to wear like tights and spandex like WWE wrestlers, um, and it was like maybe no fish uh, fish hooks, um, but I think it, like it was almost like no rules um, or very limited rules, much less than the UFC now. But I do remember there were um, maybe like there were no weight divisions. I did watch this American, massive American dude. He would have been like maybe six, maybe six foot two, six foot three, but he was like 150 kilos easy, like a massive guy. And he was fighting this Japanese Japanese guy. Is it Yamazaki, his last name? Um, but he picked him up and he dumped him on his head. Um, and I mean, like there was serious damage. He Maybe he broke his neck. I, I do remember like it, that may that may have sort of stopped the um you're thinking back now maybe that that was a reason so many rules came in because it was at that time it was yeah it was crazy um but anyway now now mixed martial arts uh doesn't just mean that i think it it more relates to martial arts schools that teach like a muay thai and jiu-jitsu or taekwondo and brazilian jiu-jitsu or judo and a striking component so, but, but how, how, how has karate evolved? Well, if you, if you look back at Itosu Enko, Yabukensu, Hanesho Chomo, Chojin Miyagi, and I know I've got their names, some of them, some of those, their full, their last name is first and first name is last, but whatever. Um, and even Weichi, um, Kanbun Weichi, isn't it? Uh, even he, he even Weichi, he, he created kata, he altered kata. He evolved kata in his syllabus, so it becomes more popular. He was looking at how Gorju has, Gorju has has maybe eight to ten kata at that stage. Um, so he's looking at all the, all of these kata and going, I need more kata. So, and there's absolutely no no problem with doing it because if he didn't, if he didn't add kata, if he didn't try to evolve his his system, then surely surely his system wouldn't be as popular as today and it's and it's not a very popular system compared to things like shoto shito goju it's it's not as popular but imagine if he didn't so i mean look at look at itosu and what he did with the school system he he created a whole new syllabus a whole new system to teach school children you know things like fingers to the eyes became punches and and strikes to the body throws and, and takedowns were just simply removed kicks to the vital areas groin thigh they they became safer kicks to the body and un, unless you had the vowels to the word then you were really only looking at consonants but that was a hundred years ago more than some but if you look at a hundred years what are we doing now to evolve our karate how are you adapting our karate how are you adapting your karate to fit into this new TikTok world? Well, let me uh, let me leave you with that, but would love to hear your thoughts. Um, shoot me an email. How how are you evolving your karate? Whether you're a teacher or you own your own school or you're just a, simply a student, how are you evolving your own training? There's so many more things that we can learn, especially about our bodies and how our bodies move and or don't move. Uh, different mobility and flexibility there's 
injuries, you know, so many things that we can manage much, much, much better than definitely 100 years ago, definitely 20 years ago. So how are you evolving your karate? Uh, shoot me an email, karateovercoffee at gmail.com or you can comment on our YouTube channel uh, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, TikTok. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.